Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Maybe she hit your butter. You can't shank that one. Look, if you're the Mexican Mac O'Grady, you've got to figure out why I'm still shanking the ball. You know. Now, what's the problem? I'm catching on the hobble, right? Yeah, right, right, right. Moving my head? Yeah. I'm laying it off? Well, that too. I'm pronating? When you're not supinating. I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My God, my swing feels like an unfolding lawn chair. This is the Bogey Golf Podcast with your host, Larry D. <laughs> I recorded that one earlier. And Pat. You bitch. Well, it's hilarious that you decided to throw me a curveball change in the music today. I got an email from our uh, our favorite listener Mike today, and this came through the work email. So I'm actually surprised that the um, that the spam filters didn't pick it didn't up. Didn't pick it up, and it was see. I actually do listen, even though the intro is that brutal Southern porn music. So I I did play that for Mike because he designed us that logo that I liked yeah, that, so that we are actually using on uh some stuff at the golf show. So there's your thank you, Mike. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good. So hang on, Pat. Hang on. This is, <laughs> oh God. This, is the, this is the Bogey Golf Podcast. We're your hosts, Larry and Pat. Cinnamon. <laughs> We're proud to be broadcasting as part of the Belly Up Sports Network. We are what they aren't. Go on to bellyupsports.com, check out the forums, and let's continue to bring that great golf content. What else do I got? Oh, you please make <laughs> please make sure to subscribe wherever it is that you eat your free podcast. Uh and if you are enjoying the podcast, which we hope you are, make sure you give us that five-star rating. I think all 11 people that listen to us actually have given us the five-star. Pat, we get uh, more than 11 listens per week. I watch it very closely. Thank you very much. It's taken off like a fucking... It's, like, it's, it's the it's opposite like of the stock market right now. It's, uh, no, the stock market had like the biggest day, biggest comeback ever today. No, it's like way down, bud. Way to pay attention to current events. Like, no, it came way back today. No, way down. Came way back yesterday, way down today. Oh, oh well. Yep. Um, you're not here. I must, for, you're I must not, have. You're not here for your financial. Well, work. I heard on. I was listening to Stern earlier, and that must have been yesterday's show. <laughs> and we're uh, live. Um, but you know, when this is posted tomorrow, it could be a great rally. That's right. So maybe you're you're welcome. It. So make sure you leave us that five star rating. Uh, follow us on Instagram, and if you are following on on Instagram right now, you have a chance to win some sweet speed sticks from. Uh, was it Speed Stick Golf? Yeah, and I'm still giving you a dirty look because yeah, I like Speed Sticks. I know you do. Uh, Pat and I are going to be pl- posting some videos with them, and then we have some other cool stuff to give away. So well, I'm going into training this week for Speed Sticks, too. Yeah, so we're going to see. I'm going into a 10-day Speed Stick boot camp, and we're going to see what I can boost it up by. They say only do it three times a week. Well, I'm going to go seven times a week, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they strongly <laughs> discourage that for anyone else. Um so Instagram, Bogey Golf Podcast, Bogey Golf Pod on Twitter, and the Bogey Golf Podcast on Facebook. All right. All right, Pat, what do we got? So starting out, Honda Classic. Did you like? Did you not like? Did you watch? I Does did that, like. Did that course look hard as fuck? I did like. I did watch. Uh, the bear trap came into play, huh? It's, <laughs> it's a bear. Like they, they had talked about that for the week leading up that the match will be decided there. And, uh, it, I mean, Jack thought that when he put it on a plaque. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, they, 
We're right. Our boy won though, huh? I know. Sung Jay. Yeah. He's, uh, as I said at that episode, he's my new Asian because you can only have one. One. Yep. One at a time. Who did, so, who did you trade in? Uh, I think Kevin, uh, okay. Or no, 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 it was probably the other one. The other one. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> There's was, only one other was, one. It was Hideki. No, it was CT Pan. No, CT Pan fucked me that other time. It was the president's. I think I traded in CT Pan for Hideki when we started talking about tricks on golf balls. (laughs) So it's really whoever I talk about last. You're you're just trading Asians around left and right, buddy. That's just not fair. It was weird, right? Like when they showed at the end after, uh, he was sure that he won. The camera angle, the camera was delayed by like a minute. It was. It it was way behind. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Golf TV. Yeah, at first I was thinking like, this guy's playing it like as cool as possible, and then the they s- and then they said it's delayed. Like, why did they show it if it's delayed? I don't know. And if it's delayed by that much, you know what we have to get into though, because we we roasted Brendan Steele pretty good for the Hawaii thing, and we're big fans of shit shows. There was debacles going on on the 18th hole. I mean, so, legitimate like like Hughes might have killed a couple people. Yeah. So I, I got on, uh, Rory pretty hard for choking, right? Uh huh. And. Are you realizing it's more common? No, I'm wondering why I don't feel like Fleetwood choked. Was it because he was aggressive? Like, I think he had a bad shot. He did hit a bad shot. I don't think that this guy yelling and even Fleetwood said yeah. that, that it didn't affect it. Um, I don't know if it did or not, but. We're playing the, the conspiracy theory guy, there's so many microphones all over the course. Fleetwood might not even heard it. That's the one of the articles I read today said that it could have been coming from anywhere else. It didn't have to necessarily be there. And they said just cause it was timed up with the actual like sound of the club hitting the ball, the club hitting the ball is not actually always the club hitting the ball. Sometimes it's piped in from the truck. So, um, yeah, it's not always real. How do we pipe that in when we're playing? Uh, like, can you just stand behind me with the sound machine? I'd have to. And after I'd I, have to get the sound from somewhere else, though, because none of your shots ever sound like that. And after I top a drive, whoosh. so so you had Fleetwood choke, but I don't think he choked, and and so I think either. Okay, tell me why. Because the announcers set it up before. They said how he likes to hit a draw. Then hit a fucking draw. And he's got a, he's gonna try to hit a fade here to hit it by the, the pin and how it's not his desired shot shape and, you know, he might hit it in the water. And I thought, well, he just did what they said he was gonna do. No, I, if I was him, cause he only needed a birdie. Right. He was playing for hit a draw. Hit a draw to the middle, two putt it for a birdie and play on. And play on. Yeah. Which is, um, is what I think I would do, but I don't have a shot for that anyway, so I had to hit the seven iron. No, we would both have hit it in the water no matter what. You would hit the seven iron in the water. Yeah, I'd have chunked it. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't just him. So we had the, the we had the guy, we had our, our Canadian who we were pulling for. He hits it into like the third deck of the suites. Gets an amazing drop again. So once again, that goes back to our point of we need to have, we need, we need uh, tents set up everywhere. Yes. Yep. Um, and then Sung Jay, who was just throwing darts all afternoon is, 90 yards out and dumps one in a bunker and then hits like a ridiculous sand shot, which if you or I hit that sand shot, there is a hundred percent chance it either stays in the bunker or goes in the water. There's yes, no, there's no chance it ends up on the green. Unless you bank it off that TV tower. Yeah, That's the only thing I was thinking. I'm like, well, shit, I could hit it off that TV tower. Yeah, there's, no, there's no way that you could, uh, 
yeah, there's no way we're keeping that on the green. Now that course had me thinking though, cause it's obviously a, a notable course and people want to play there and it's a tour stop. It just didn't look fun. It almost looked too hard. So have the golf courses <laughs> been made harder since that report came out? Um, I think this one's just hard from all the water. I think naturally it's, it's hard I, from I all think the water, but the, really but the week course. before the same thing happened. It came down to the end. The golf course was, it was like, what was it? Uh, 10 under or something mm-hmm. one yesterday. It was five or last week it was five. Like we were at some courses where we're at 20. And ever since that thing came out, it, I feel like every tournament has been the winner has been less than double digits under and well, this was going to be a good test for that because historically people kind of play really well. At Bay Hill, so we'll see where the, where the numbers come in this week at Bay Hill. Um, yeah, you've played Bay Hill, right? I have, but before we get to that, oh, sorry, before we get there, you had a you said before we came on that you have a Tommy Fleetwood conundrum. What is your conundrum with Tommy Fleetwood? So, I think I like Tommy Fleetwood. I think like in that kind of way. Or well, I think I would definitely make out with him. Okay. That's a given. Okay. Um, I would probably give him a, a happy ending. Okay. I don't know if I'd let him enter my mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> but why do I like him? He's never won anything. Besides breaking our souls in Ryder Cups. Right, right. No, he's done that. But, like, he... I, I don't know why. Is it his hair? Is it my hair envy on him? It could be. You are definitely jealous of the flow. I do love the flow. You do. You're, you're a man. And I love Jesus. So it's hard to get mad at fairway, now, Jesus. Now you've posted some pretty awful stuff on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I sent you the Tommy one about Jesus taking Sundays off to Tommy. And you, you drew the line with I, that one. You couldn't do it. No, I can't. I mean, you can put up porn stars. You, I mean, but you, and I think you I gave me a no. Like, I, I think I put something else up that was, I put something about the Messiah. Um, I made a meme of like when you hit the ball 10 yards past everybody in your group and it was Charlie Day from uh, Always Sunny, Am I the Messiah? And when I put that up, I felt bad about it since so I put it up. No, I. Oh, because of the Messiah? Yeah, that I put, that I posted it. So then I didn't want to post another one and I don't think I'll be posting like. Oh man. Cause I thought that was pretty good. It was good. And I made one and I was like, I can't. You're a good boy. Uh, it is the season as well. And I skipped church Sunday, so oh, <laughs> I probably had the Catholic guilt. So so your conundrum with Tommy is why do you like him? Yeah. Because um, he does kill like us in the Ryder Cup. He doesn't win and He doesn't win here. So he's winning. Well, European. as we learned from that one guy, you winning on the uh, European tour means nothing. <laughs> um I think he's a very likable guy. I think if the person did yell in his backswing the way that he handled it with character was was nice. His caddy's a giant. You would yes. not want to fight his caddy. Yes. That might be why you like him. Um, no, because I would like somebody more who did blame the fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so speaking of the water ball, the water ball made Mackenzie Hughes yeah. uh, a lot of money, Pat. How much? He was in the clubhouse at five under tied with Fleetwood. Yep. Um and was staring down a third place finish of 483,000 if Fleetwood was able to force a playoff or a drop to T3 if Brendan Steele birdied 18 2. 
But Steele's approach found the water, so did Fleetwood's, and Hughes was left holding the $763,000 second place check. So that almost 300, when that ball went in the water, he made almost $300,000. Now, if you're Mackenzie Hughes, <laughs> just hanging around on tour, you're a normal guy. That's big shit. That's huge. Like, he was probably happier than Sung Jay was for winning because yes. Sung Jay's been Sun- stacking checks. Well, he's got a lot of hotels to pay for. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he has all the hotel points in the world. But could you imagine? And I know as golfers, we're supposed to have class and etiquette. I would have been fist pumping my ass off when that ball went in the water. Oh yeah, for sure. And in my head the whole time, just hit it in the fucking water. But this hit is where golf misses out on things. They should have had a camera in that. Like, I want to see his reaction when that ball goes in the water and he just made $300,000. Because the money does matter to him. Right. Oh, it's a it's big not, it's it's a not big Tiger deal. winning three hundred grand. Right. Tiger's already gone. Tiger's pissed yeah. off. He's, yeah. Uh, speaking of Tiger, no Tiger this week at Bay Hill. I'm worried, Pat. I'm really, really, really worried. Well, as someone who's going to a certain event in about 11 days, I'm a little be, worried, too. He won't be there. I don't know. Hopefully he's taking this week off to be there for that. He never, he always plays this, doesn't he? He they, always plays this. Wasn't there talk that it would be the Tiger Invitational at some point? I, that, you might be making that part up. I probably, I, I mean, mean, he won it eight times, so you can call it the Tiger Invitational already. But get out of your phone. Come on. Hey. Spartans just won the Big Ten. Oh, did they? Yeah. Are you a little excited? I'm pretty happy. Is that why you're smiling? Yeah. So I've, I've got my back to the TV and I keep turning around and he keeps smiling like he's getting dick pics and getting all excited. <laughs> but at least it's basketball related. Yeah. So that's good. Well, c- congratulations to your Spartan dogs. I didn't think they were, I didn't think they were going to do it, Pat. Okay. Well, that's good. I didn't know it was such a big game. Is that why you were kind of checking out during the interview every now and then? Every once when I was looking over, they were down a lot to Penn State and they came back. So that's good. All right. And back to golf. Um, so. Does Tiger not playing this weekend affect you? I really don't care in this one. This field's so stacked that I obviously like him to be in every tournament, but this field's so loaded that I really don't care. No, I'm watching this either way. Yeah, it's going to be really, really good. Um, as you mentioned earlier, I was lucky enough to play it last year. Yeah, you were. And I played it the week after with tents up everywhere, and I didn't take advantage of it. <laughs> I- <laughs> God damn it. I, I suck at life. You should have rocketed one off a tent. <laughs> no, I should have went behind a fucking yeah. tent. So oh, I got the, get a free drop. Oh, greatest drop ever. I think it crossed here. I think it um, should be in the hole. Um, but they still had the scoreboard up with the congratulations Francisco on it. And what's cool about this place, and I think PJ National is similar, like it's legit in a neighborhood. Like it's not like a course that's kind of out as a destination. I mean, there's houses like you pull in the street and like here's the Bay Hill parking lot and here's your driveway. And the member who hosted us, it was one of those things where we're sitting there waiting for him to come and he just rolls up in his golf cart that he drove oh, out of. Oh, cause he lives in the neighborhood. That he drove awesome. out of his garage and he had like the umbrella embroidered on the leather on his golf cart. And you think the umbrella is like an awesome logo, right? It is. And you, it, it is. So you fell in love with the, the Puma shoes today. I think the Puma shoes and, and the hat that, uh, the hat's badass that, uh, Fowler had, but the hat is badass, but is it as cool without the shoes? Like, I don't feel like you could just wear that hat when there are shoes that match it. Well, we all know that I have to have everything matching. Right. So yeah. you're right. Correct. But, but you couldn't even have another pair of Puma shoes. Like if you have that hat, you must have the Fruity Pebble shoes to match it. 
And that's a shout out to whoever said that. Was, I forget who it was. Who it was. Amazing. I but gave him a little bit of love. But it was, was absolutely perfect. That they, it looks exactly like free pebbles on the bottom of the shoes. I think you should, I think you should try to buy those. Paramania. <laughs> First of all, they were sold out in my size. Okay. But uh, <laughs> I uh I got in a little bit of trouble last week, Pat. Um so I came by last Friday night because the clubs were in. So he had his clubs in the car, my clubs were in the car. I had to make an emergency trip down here because there was no way I was not having them knowing that they were <laughs> in the state. And I came in, I said hi to the missus. She, she seemed okay. Um and then we go. She was out. not okay. <laughs> and then we go outside, and I was kind of waiting for you to give me the clubs, and we were going to come in and just be stupid and shoot the shit. And you basically told me like, "Head for the hills." Yep. Like, I wish I could have went with you. <laughs> like, I, like I said, oh, should I get out of here? And your exact response was, "If you want to live." <laughs> so what happened? So what happened? Apparently, Pat, new golf clubs and new Jordan golf shoes. In the same day. In the same day, um, is over the line and irresponsible. Okay, but you worked really hard for the clubs. I did. You, you were side hustling. I did. I side hustled. You side hustled. Yeah. You, you said, I want these. I'm going to side hustle yeah. to get these. I mean, I don't know how many dudes you took on to get those. A few. I, I was taking them, I mean, two, at them a time. two at a time. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you worked hard to get that. Um and then, so basically you just bought shoes. So normally I don't lean on your side and I would take her side in 99% of all arguments, I think. But I think you might have caught a bad rap here. Well, I broke two rules okay. with the shoes. Um, I'm not allowed to use my debit card for online purchases. Okay. So that's just smart. That's responsible purchasing. Yeah. And, and I have agreed to this. I, when I did on Nike.com, the last thing I bought on there was the the um, Concords when they came out. So that was on your card is saved. I thought it was one of my credit cards. It was a debit card. So, so rule number one, you're rule, in trouble. I there. I broke the rule and used the debit card on online, and uh, I also did not tell her that I was using the debit card for like two hundred fifty dollars worth of stuff. And apparently, like tuition came out for the kids, and <laughs> and it was like the first of the month, so like country club stuff came out. So she had to like actually go to the bank to transfer money i'm slowly starting to switch sides here yeah so she had to like move money from from the savings because i didn't uh i didn't clear this purchase and uh i would say that my attitude on the entire situation was not great cavalier yeah because i was really happy that i got the shoes <laughs> I know that's bad, but like I couldn't be mad because I got the shoes and I didn't get the last like five. Now she seems like someone who I would not want to be around when she's pissed off. So I offered to, um, Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. 
nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember, together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. I said to her, like, if you're really mad about the shoes, I can put them on StockX or something and I can get, like, I'll get at least what I paid for them, maybe a few dollars more. And, uh, but then I said, but you know, that's, uh, that's part of the problem is people buying stuff and putting it on StockX. <laughs> like, you're making me contribute to the, to the thing. Well, to, at the end of the day, it wasn't about the 200 bucks. No, it's, it had nothing to do with it. It was about that I didn't say anything and that I used the debit card and that, like, five payments came out that day and, she had to like leave the house. You know how, how they feel when they got to put up her on. <laughs> they <laughs> really Asians? <laughs> no, they don't wear bras. They're very, very flat chested. <laughs> so that's where, so that's where this all led from. So to our listeners out there, shoot us DMs and we'll kind of go over the list of what's the, the most shit you've caught over something golf related or what's the stupidest purchase you bought golf related. Larry will put something up tomorrow. That uh, what is the? Uh, that's not even close to the worst thing I've. I know, ever but we, we need stories. There's got to be way yeah. better stories out there. Like I think if I get brought home your invitational country club bill, my shit would be in fire on the front lawn. That's different though, because that's. Uh, I don't remember why that's different, but it, it is a that's a lot of money, but. The, the things I've gotten in most trouble for are never like, this was the first time it was, it was money related, but usually it's lying. Yeah. Like, oh, we only, we're only going to, I'll be home in three hours and then you play 36. You leave the house at seven o'clock and get home at eight o'clock at night. <laughs> just, just hammered out of your mind. So what like, happened was yeah, we were supposed to go to my grandma's birthday. <laughs> we were supposed to go to my grandma's birthday. She'll have another one. <laughs> and then she didn't. <laughs> You're a terrible, terrible, terrible man. And that was a, that's a true story. Uh, <laughs> so, so now that you're, so you gotten a bunch of shit, mm-hmm. you got the fancy Jordans, which personally I'm a little jealous about because I try to get every pair. So this so, is the first time you got me. No, yeah. You got me on the Concord too. Yeah, but you got the grays. I got the grays. So the, which I, to me are my favorites of the, yeah, I, the grays. I like the gray better than the Concord, but I didn't get them. So, so, so you got, you got them. The first thing I thought about when I saw them, though, is those are sweet. But here in Michigan, you could probably wear those three rounds because they're all white. And I was like, man, those would be such a bitch to keep clean. Why are you, why are you laughing? Because you always make me sound so bougie. Why? What? Are you, where are you going with this? Because what was my answer? <laughs> I have people for that. <laughs> That yeah, I don't shine my shoes. I, every time I play golf, I leave my shoes out. I give the guy five or ten bucks, and they're spotless when I, I get back. I got brand new crispy jeans. <laughs> so you you had mentioned before we were recording that you need another locker due to the, due to the new golf shoe thing. Are yeah. you are you serious? Like yes, have yeah. you actually? You I have stuff that? in my brother's locker right now, and he told me that if I put anything else in there, that he was going to get like that was it. So. I mean, I have another pair of shoes now. This is probably like at least 10, maybe 12 pairs of golf shoes. And I need another pair because I don't have 
an everyday pair. I only have like sweet ones. Yeah, and that's not good for like um then you should have bought an everyday pair. Boom. God, she, where are you? She's listening. Put a bell on her. Wow. <laughs> that was her first pot appearance, I yeah. think. Thank you, Mrs. Bogey Golf. Keep talking like that and you might not get any loving tonight. Um um <laughs> uh, yeah so i don't have like an everyday pair i have i have like a gray pair of foot joys that i like a lot but um they're not 100 percent watertight anymore <laughs> so are, are you whoring yourself out there to all the golf companies that listen to send you an everyday pair of golf shoes i can i can see through your shit i can tell what you're trying to do here I mean, if somebody sent me a nice pair of foot joys or something, I wouldn't send them back. Size I mean, ten and a half. I mean, so so you, you you give away the swing sticks that I've been dreaming of, and now we're here just we're, we're gonna politic to get you some some everyday golf shoes. Yeah, I didn't think about it, but yes, I am trying to get everyday golf shoes, and I'll do a nice review on them. Right. <laughs> These are great. <laughs> so you're not gonna go my golf spy. It'll be as biased as it comes. Oh yeah, for sure. These are the best shoes I've ever wore. It's like walking on pillows. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm still confused on the. I, I like my golf spy, but I don't know how they do it. I know. I f- they got to be taking money somewhere. No, they're just quality people. Trust fund kids, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I just know that it costs a lot of money to like host do all a that message board and have all that video podcast. Yeah, and-, and all that stuff. How can they do all that without taking any money? Magic. Because like we come out of pocket for this, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, and it's just two assholes. Shh, yeah, she's listening. <laughs> Like when somebody wins these speed sticks, we gotta pay to send them to them. <laughs> like it's not, yeah, the people send us the speed sticks, but we don't, they didn't send us the shipping label. So, so in our, in our pre-talk, we came up with an awesome idea. So what we were gonna start doing this week is we're gonna do a DraftKings challenge between you and I. Yeah. Both of us pick teams, we'll play for a small amount of money. And then somehow, indirectly we got there, and I don't know if it was just, um, your genius just jumping to my brain because you didn't even know this is possible, but <laughs> I didn't even know what the thing. But for next week for the players, we're gonna do a bogey golf challenge uh in DraftKings and we'll put the we'll put the link up in there. We'll do it for like five bucks or something. Everybody yeah. jump in and we'll And then do we can make it I can put the link on Instagram or something, right? And they can Yeah, they may knock it down. We'll 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 have to give it a shot. Okay. We'll 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 figure something out that we thought it'd be fun to get the listeners involved. Let you guys now that I know that we're paying for shipping, now we're going to lose money to them too. So we have to pay, we have to pay to ship them cool shit. And then now we're going to lose money to them gambling. Yeah, because I'm a man of the people. You are a man of the people. When's, uh, when's Bernie going to call and come get you? He might <laughs> soon. You going VP for Bernie? I could. All right. So why don't you get your phone? All right. Why don't you, and let's just, uh. Oh, you want to know my picks? Yeah. Let's, let, let, let's rattle through them. So. Should we talk about Joe's pick first? Should we talk yeah. about Joe's pick or our pick? No, talk about Joe's pick. All right. So Joe is legendary in, um, predicting golfers or, uh, buying golfers in DraftKings, his highest price golfer, just a hundred percent shitting the bed. So last week he had sent us a, uh, he had sent us a text and, uh, we weren't able to get it up in time, but his guy last week, giggity, his guy last week was, Rory, wasn't it? It was Mr. Fowler. Yeah. So, Ricky, yeah, Rory. yeah. So he picked Ricky and day one, Ricky's six over. Yeah. So he just kind of, he nailed it on the head. So the, uh, the week two, Bay Hill, Joe fate of the week. And this is really sad to say after our interview last week, Michel Deschambeau, 
He is saying stay away from the gun show. So the gun show will be who's leading all of his DraftKings lineups this week. That's the guy he's taking. That's who he's putting his money on. Good. He's not in my lineup. So stay so the good. hell away from Bryson. Good. So who do you got, bud? Rat, rat, rattle through kind of the guys you, you got. We don't, we don't need your full breakdown as to why, because I know you don't even know half their names. But just, <laughs> just who, who'd you go with? I got uh, Fairway Jesus. God, you're crushing. You do like him. I know. For uh, he was 1100. He's my number. He's my horse. Okay. And then I got uh, Fade Tommy. <laughs> I got Phil. Okay. Molinari. Okay. So, so you got the cat. Well, you got Wait, the returning champion Wait, for 7200. Time, time out. We got the Jesus thing. You have a love for Jesus. Mm-hmm. We've got the calf thing. Mm-hmm. You have a calf thing for Phil. And I got the Dago. You got the Dago thing. Yeah. Is, the next Basically, guy, is, it, is the next guy black? Because if the next guy's black, is it HV3? It was HV3 and I changed it. Holy uh, shit. I could predict this shit. <laughs> it's, uh, and this goes against it, but I could not afford my new Asian, so I have, uh, <laughs> I have nah on this one. Nah, 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 nah. And then, um, Evan gave me a couple pointers. Oh, bull, bullshit. He told me, he told me about that Stenton and, and Fleetwood will be good picks this week. So okay. I also have Stenton and then I have Clark. Okay. Wyndham? Yeah. Which is an awesome segue because he was mentioned be, in our interview. That's yeah. So he, after this. Yeah. He uses rawhide golf covers and I did not know that and I had picked him anyway. So that, so. that's going to make you feel good. Yeah. So I went with, uh, Mr. Swing Roaster Max Homa. I went with Maverick McNeely. I went with Colin Morikawa. Gotta have one. Do you have to? I, okay. First it, of all, the Jimmy, this is his philosophy. Okay. That it's impossible to win a World Series without at least one Asian. <laughs> we need to check that. Evan, get on that. <laughs> he, uh, Jimmy will know. I, I can't remember the last person that did it, but it was a long time ago. Okay. Wow. I, I didn't know that when I was picking Colin. So Colin, welcome to that's, the squad. That's why if you ever look at, uh, Big League Chew or former Ashley Schaefer, there's always at least one Asian. <laughs> wow. Very, very. <laughs> and we've gone wire to wire. Um, CH3, Charles Howe. And then here's where for my, for my headliner, the headliners. I'm going to go with Mr. Adam Scott, who is a recent winner. And then my final one, Fatrick's taking this bitch down again. I almost picked him, he, but I just thought we're within weeks of a crotch smack coming at some point. Like at some point, he's going to do a DX at the crowd. Like we're, it, I, I love every second of it. I know you do. I like, just, I'm think, actually shocked that like you didn't tell the rawhide guy to make you a Patrick Reed head cover. I, oh, I might. Just Patrick Reed giving the shush. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, so that's my, that's my squad for the week. Um, this is a quick one. I'll probably redo it 11 times and change it and end up having every golfer in the field on some form of a DraftKing lineup. So wait, when we play each other. Yeah. We're locking these ones in. These, this each is other. it. Okay. Yeah. We're, yeah these, okay. these, these are locked in versus each other. And now I've never done this before. It goes the whole weekend or this is just Thursday or what? Whole weekend. Once okay. I, once I unleash your full gambling demon. We'll be doing daily showdowns as well. Which well, is I already told you that I'm buying a gift card because I will not hook a, a credit card or a debit card up to. Yeah, because you fucking can't. Yeah, because I'll get grounded. Crystal, Larry's buying gift cards. Yeah, cause straight cash, homie. So so next next on the agenda, but we got- Patchy, would you not get off with that? Patchy's, Patchy's fired up. He behaved himself for the interview. He's just <laughs> acting a fool now. So what do we got going on this weekend, bud? So we got the golf show. 
Big time. We're we, excited. We are big time. We have a booth at the golf show. We know we will be there all day on Saturday. We don't know where our booth is yet. No. But we'll let everybody know. It's it's in the lobby. So yeah, we're not, some, it's, we're, it's like a booth booth, but it's yeah. in the lobby. So we will let everybody know where we are. You'll be able to find Larry yeah. just because he's very noticeable. Yeah. Cause I'm sexy and tall, but we're none of those things. Well, we're sexy. so we're going to record a live episode there. Yep. And we're going to interview a bunch of different people from the, from different listeners. We also are working on a sweet game. We just don't know that we don't want to say it just in case it's not here in time. UPS screws us again. Yeah. If, if UPS doesn't get in here in time, then. We'll have a less cool thing to give away, we'll but we'll act like it was you. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll, we'll put you in a Fleetwood wig and you can pretend to make out with yourself. Yeah, baby. Um, I go Fleetwood Kisses. But we're going to do, uh, we're just going to wander around and now yeah. are we going to, are we going to pick out some interesting people to talk to? Yes. Cause I would, I'm going to be looking for the loudest, drunkest people to talk to and the, and like the roughest people, yes. right? I mean, like, yes. The less teeth, the better. Yes. I mean, they like, were going down. Yeah. All right, cool. So that was my vision of it. So we're going to keep it classy on the pod. Yeah. And then also, uh, because I have a new theory for advertising. Okay. Um, young, big breasted women. Do we, do we have some of those? No, but I'm going to be on the lookout for them at the golf show <laughs> and I'm going to be doing like a casting couch type situation oh, geez. that does not involve Harvey. sex. <laughs> does not involve sex. Or anything, but I will be approaching just, just just for their mind, right? No, I'll be a, no for their bodies, but I don't want their body. I want to use their body to to sell the podcast. Okay. I don't want to have sex with any of them. To all of our female listeners out there, I apologize. <laughs> but if you've got big breasts, call Larry. <laughs> no, just be at the golf show. I'll find you. <laughs> um, so one of my all time favorite golf show stories is you basically Babe Ruth called your shot a year out. Oh my God, this ties into what you just said. So we're walking around the golf show, walk down an aisle, and all of a sudden, there's a very attractive lady <laughs> selling hot tubs, and you're in an empty hot tub with a very attractive woman in high heels. I, first off, was in the market for a hot tub. <laughs> and why not go to a golf show to buy a hot tub? It seemed like a good deal at the time. Um, I did buy a hot tub, just not from that lady. <laughs> I don't think Mrs. Bogey Golf would have liked it. But I remember coming around, if you didn't put it on your debit card, it would have been fine. But I remember coming around a corner and you're legitimately sitting in a hot tub with no water in it, like you're king shit at a golf show. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember why I did that. I, uh, I'm, I do know why I did it, but. Okay, so golf show Saturday, a lot of content will be up. Yep. Recording a pod. We're going to try to do some stuff, hopefully, if it all works out. Yeah, but it we'll, should be fun. It should be, it should be hopefully some challenging of Pat and I. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, so we'll get all that information out there and then end the show on a fun note. We we'll, like we'll, we'll to do fun stuff. Mm-hmm. How fucking far did Mike Trout hit that golf ball? Oh, with I forgot a, about it. With a top golf three wood. Um, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home 
is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Wow. Wow. It may have been. Did it go over? Yes. It went over for sure. (laughs) I've never seen a golf ball hit that hard before. It was was, was mutilated. It was. It was absolutely amazing. Like, I feel like that golf ball is flat on one side. <laughs> and if you're top golf, how about that for free marketing? Yeah. Like, we're all about free marketing. Hey, Mike, why don't you step in here and take a couple cuts? Well, first off, those balls are low flight. And they have a microchip in them. <laughs> they have a microchip in that them. That microchip is broken. He and, broke the microchip. And that, their clubs are their brand. It's not like they're... Uh, no, they're a major brand with their logo on them. Are they? Yeah, one of our one of the guys at work, Shane, um, he loved the Top Golf Club so much he went out and actually found them and they're a, a lower end Callaway. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought they were just No, they're they're okay. a lower end Callaway. But um but so Mike Trout swung a probably regular flex shaft. And I mm-hmm. wish you could have seen the video in slow mo because that fucker had to want to break. Like I don't know how that club what do you survived think that the impact. One ninety? <laughs> I'm not joking. Whatever the fastest on his, record is. His smash factor had to be it was unbelievable. Like, I just, I've never seen a golf ball hit that far. And I'd like to have him give up the game and get on the world long drive tour. Well, I mean, they're not going to win. So I don't know. They got an agent. Now that you've given me this epiphany, they're, like they're never going to win, but they've they're, got one. Yeah. But and he, he pitches and hits. Does he count as two? I don't know. He counts, it counts as two in fantasy baseball. Um, cause now, now you have me. So Jimmy, please, uh, Evan can fact check other stuff, but Jimmy, please let us know the last Major League Baseball team to win without an Asian guy. There is one. And is there another thing? Can, can we be excited about throughout the golf season of your flip flopping of Asians every week? Is that kind of a thing? <laughs> it might be. I'm taking Michelle Wee next. Um, that's it, right? We're good to go. Congra- right. Hey, congrats to your Spartan dogs. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. So. We have an interview with uh, Caleb from Rawhide Golf coming up. I thought it went really good. It went really good. It uh, it started. <laughs> so if the beginning's a little choppy, guys, we started out just having a general like kind of, all right, this is what we're going to talk about. And then Caleb just kind of went and it just kind of became gold. So we just kind of ran with it. So Yeah, I thought there'd be more foreplay, but no, we went right game, into it. And on. it was good, and I didn't want to stop it. So, yep. well, actually, Pat didn't. I was trying to stop it but yeah so caleb from raw high golf everybody go check out raw high golf check them out on instagram they make some cool shit yep all right well thanks for uh listening here's our interview with caleb thanks guys so uh yeah no i'm uh i'm based in vancouver canada so just uh an you're in canada yeah yeah caleb i told him you're in bc probably four minutes ago and i don't think he processed that was another country yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he has trouble but, with his uh, words yeah. and his geography sometimes. Yeah, I didn't. I, I honestly did not hear BC. I thought you said you think before Christ. You think no, I because you two thousand years old. Fuck off. You said uh, like Portland. No, I said BC. Oh. <laughs> Pacific Northwest. Uh, not, not that. Not that far off. Um, but yeah, no, so just, uh, yeah, from Vancouver, Canada, avid golfer, have been for a long time. And then, uh, basically it was a couple of years ago, maybe two, three years ago that I, I decided to 
I went on a crazy idea of, uh, I had a, I think it was like a tailor-made R15, and I just wasn't happy with the quality of the head cover. Looked online, there were a few sort of options, but I said, uh, you know what, I could probably do that myself. So my mother comes uh, from sort of a, she's built a number of different companies, so I had access to the commercial sewing equipment. I literally went to an old like sofa factory, found some like off-cut leather pieces, and, and built my sort of first prototype which if you saw it today versus what I'm doing now, it's vastly different. Uh, and then, but you did know, you I have, kind of the, where did you learn to sew? Cause if it, I could get a sewing machine and a bunch of leather right now, but I can't make something look like Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Um, I, I actually had a lot of help from my mother on that front. Um, especially to start, uh, really where I sit in the process is I actually don't do any of the stitching myself. I've got, uh, I've actually got a great lady who does, uh, she comes from like a movie background. So she, she literally like put together like Deadpool's suit. And, you know, Vancouver's quite robust in terms of its film work. So she's, she's like specifically on the leather side. So the big guy's wearing a Deadpool t-shirt right now. I am wearing a Deadpool t-shirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so I, I, I got introduced to her through some different contacts, but uh, what, what, what I do is I do all the hand cutting, you know, all, all the stenciling, putting it together, do all the design work. So literally outside of the stitching, it's all me. But yeah, I had uh, I had my mother's help, and then uh, yeah, it kind of built it to where it's at today. So it kind of started with me making something for myself, then like anything, a couple friends that I know in the industry were like, "Sure, make this." Then I got introduced to some different PGA Tour professionals, uh, Corn Ferry Tour professionals, and then yeah, started getting some calls. So it's um, yeah, it's just kind of it's go it's grown organically. I haven't made an outbound sales call since I started it. Just literally kind of one design leads to the next and it's been yeah it's been a lot of fun so when you say that you uh you've been doing it two or three years you have it's you and and the lady or do you have a crew of people or how does how does the business work yeah i mean as of as of right now it's myself i i contract out some of my family members at different points just to do some different like bulk cutting like some of my different stencils and stuff like that but yeah it's it's me it's you know it's working around the clock trying to get you know as much as i can done um, and then literally just dropping it off to the sewer and trying to get it all put together. So, yeah, it's uh, it's not a too not too complex of a supply chain. So, wh- what did you what did you do before this? What was your miserable job that led you to this kind of golf heaven job? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I come from sort of a consumer packaged goods and finance background, so nothing golf related. I've watched my mom build businesses, and you know just literally doing it. I mean, for me, my shop's out of my garage. That's where I've got my equipment and everything like that. But, you know, just like I say, when I started it, I had no intention of it being an actual business. And even for a while, just making little projects for friends, you know, really no idea of what it would ultimately grow into. So how many club head covers are you making like per year? Oh, I've never even sat down and done the math. Uh, it's 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 a lot in terms of you know being one man. I mean you you know I'm trying to finish anywhere from five to thirty a day type thing, and wow. and and the, the range really depends on the level of customization. For me, I, I mean ultimately the, the stuff that I enjoy more than anything is the more custom projects. Um, but like anything, you, you know, you think somebody comes to you, you know, you have this this arsenal of different things that you can do. And quite often there's a few people that are like, Hey, I've got a tournament. I'd like to you know, just throw a very basic logo on a head cover and kind of go from there. So it, re- it really ranges, but uh, yeah, it's, um, 
yeah, it's growing at a at a, a great pace for for me. So is everything custom, or do you make multiples of things? Uh, I'll make multiples of some things. Like again, I, I'm in a, a number of different pro shops in uh, in Canada and the U.S. So there will be some, you know, some multiples. Um, but for the most part, I try to do every, as much as I can custom. I mean, sometimes I'll come up with a custom project, and you literally have a customer that reaches out and says, "I want that exact, you know, same one," or or with you know slight variances and differences. But yeah, for the most part, a lot of it is just one-off custom work, which is what I enjoy the most. And what's the normal timing on a process, on a project? So give us a, your standard country club logo one and then one of your intricate ones, kind of like the Hogan one or the Larry David one. So like how long does it take to make your standard product and how yeah. long does it take to make a custom? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, if you've got if your logo digitized and you know, you're doing embroidery for a club, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's fairly quick. It's just, you know, putting in the machine, positioning it and then running it and then getting it all stitched together. Um, I mean, I've, I've had some projects that have taken, you know, multiple hours just based on the high level of hand cutting. And in, in some cases I'll even, uh, I'll paint a head cover. Um, just, just certain details. I mean, I've done, I've done some really kind of abstract work or if I'm taking apart something and repurposing it as a head cover, that can ultimately take a lot of time just sort of playing around with some different things. What kind of, you said take apart things so people can send you in, uh, like leather or, or material or do you find cool stuff and decide, think, hey, I can make a head cover out of that? Yeah, I kind of, well, a combo of both. I mean, I'm always trying to source, you know, some really unique leathers. I mean, there's, I mean, thousands upon thousands of different, you know, options, colors, you know, thickness, you know, you name it. Uh, and then obviously a, a range of different animals, whether that's gator, ostrich, obviously cowhide, et cetera. But, uh, yeah, I get some pretty creative projects where, I mean, somebody just sent me uh, a pair of Air Jordan uh, runners to take apart and make a mallet head cover and then ultimately another head cover out of. So I'm yeah, very, Pat really I'm very excited that. to see how that turns out. So I'm, I'm glad that yeah, guy can yeah. be your guinea pig, but I got dibs on number two, depending on, on, on what you come up with there. Yeah, no, no, I know. I, 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 I've had them up on the, on my work table, just kind of staring at them from all angles, thinking, okay, well, how do we do this? But it's, it's quite a bit of fun. I mean, you got to obviously take it apart. That takes a while, but, and then it's just sort of patchwork, send the customer the photos, figure out how to make it work. But, uh, yeah, I've done that. I mean, obviously a large number of, you know, Louis Vuitton bags that I get sent to me and some other luxury bags. So, um, everything to, from jackets, you know, just, just different things that you ultimately get to kind of take apart and reassemble as a head cover. So, yeah, it's it's quite a bit of fun. Now, have you had any luck with the mallet head covers? Because I have a mallet putter, and that seems to be one of the ones that's hardest to find something custom in. Have you kind of mastered a plan to get those going pretty good? Yeah, I do. I don't I don't really advertise it all that much, just because you know. So you, you get a bigger canvas and say a driver head cover for the customization. But yeah, I mean, I do. I, I actually really enjoy mallet covers more than I do blade covers, just because you have a little bit more real estate to. You know, especially if you look at like a larger spider cover or something like that. But yeah, I've done some pretty cool things on that front as well. Awesome. Very cool. Cause yeah, cause like you said, most of your mark or most of your stuff that you post online is all drivers or three or woods. Um, and right before we yeah. came on, Larry and I were actually talking about, um, how we both want alignment stick head covers and tell him what you said about your alignment sticks. So my alignment sticks fold up and fit in the side of my bag. So I told him I have to buy new alignment sticks so I can get alignment stick covers. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. 
Yeah, no, we, I do. Uh, I do alignments to covers, valuables, pouches. But like I say, I, you know, most of the. I mean, you've got limited real estate on alignments to cover. I mean, I've done. I've done a few pretty cool things. I've done some splatter art with some uh, paint on alignments to covers. You know, I can work some pretty intricate logos on there, but I've done like a lightsaber uh, sort of version, so it sits on your bag. But uh, really, it's like a driver cover. You've got quite a bit of real estate to ultimately bring a design or a person or somebody to life. So I'm looking at your website now, and you have a, a dog on here. Was Is that an actual person's dog that you kind of recreated it, or is that just a random dog? Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, uh, I mean, any of the purebreds, you know, it's something I would obviously you know, make for a customer, and if somebody wants to reorder it, you know what I mean, say a Bernese Mountain Dog or something like that, you know, I, I have one myself. Um, but, I mean, I have I have – if you send me a picture of a dog, if you've got a mutt or a crossbreed, I mean, each is unique. So you kind of have to sit there and get creative on the artwork to try to, you know, just the smallest features of that dog, bringing that onto a head cover. And I mean, my, me, myself, and, you know, anybody, it's, uh, everybody has a special place in their heart for their dog. So those are, those are really fun projects to do. My wife got me uh, one of the cuddle clone head covers for Christmas and, yeah. uh, was very disappointed. So, <laughs> um, yeah, they, it did not turn out as good as it, as it should have. So, so I'm thinking Caleb, about keep, maybe keep trying to push him on that dog when he'll, you found a weak spot. So I'm thinking I might have to send you pictures of my dog and see what you can do. Cause uh, yeah, they did not do, uh, do my patchy justice. You were so excited about that too. So that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, it was, it was hurtful. So what, what club head cover are you using? Like, do you have, is yours on the website or do you have something special that like no one else has? I, I have something well, special in the sense that it, it's for me. I've got a, uh, it's probably, it's somewhere on my Instagram feed somewhere there, but sa- sadly, I mean, I actually didn't have cl- like a head cover for my bag for a really long time. Like I had, I had one of the original driver covers I did, which is a, just a sort of retro Toronto Raptors kind of a Vin Sanity era that I just sort of created for myself. And then I've got the, uh, a Kanye West bear on sort of a floating on a, a sort of a purple base, but, I've had those on my bag for probably two years now. So it's one of those things I'd love to create some more stuff for myself. It's just, the, you know, but having the time and bandwidth to uh, sadly make, make you know, the ideas I'd like. So I just haven't had time over that period to really spend, you know, quality time making it. So what's, what's funny is the Kanye one is the one that actually made me reach out to you the first time. So I'm a, I'm a big Kanye fan or, I don't want to say was, I mean, quote unquote, I love the old Kanye. Um, so when I saw the different album covers that you put out there and then I saw your head cover, that's what actually made me reach out to you the first time because I thought that was so cool. And then the biggie ones and the death row ones, it's, it's awesome. Is Kanye Hova? No. Oh my God. That was a joke. I know that Kanye is not Hova. You're so old. He he thinks he is now, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so what is your, well, I was going to say some, some of those projects, I mean, it's, you know, there's certain things that I kind of jump jump for joy when uh, when when I get the email and the sort of original concept from somebody. And I mean, it's like there's certain projects that I would say jump the line in terms of priority, just because I'm extremely cool. excited to make them and finish them. So yeah, I, I always say to a customer, if you know, if you send me the right thing and I'm excited about it, the uh, the timeline to getting it complete could be a lot faster. Now, do you have a, have you made one that's your favorite? That's kind of like the pride and joy. Like when you were done with it, you just kind of sat back and took a look at it. Like, man, that, 
that one's badass or that one's really cool? That's quite tough. It, I feel like they continue to kind of top like each other, like in the sense of um, it really just depends what customer comes from. I mean, I really like the uh, the Hollywood Hulk Hogan. I mean, that was one. You know, when you put it together, I think the Hollywood Hulk Hogan one is is a, is a masterpiece. It though that in the office. Once, I don't know if it's just because that's what I'm into, but the Hollywood one, I mean, you nailed every detail that makes Hollywood Hogan. You, I mean, it's just, it, it's just badass. There's no other way to describe it. Yeah. And, and like, I mean, again, that's one where when I, when I got the, the customer request and he's a, he's a customer of mine that I, we, we collaborate on a bunch of stuff uh, together. But when I got that one, I mean, again, it was, it was something I was extremely excited to make. Um, and like I say, you put, you're putting it together, but when even, even I, after, you know, after it gets stitched together and you get the final product, it's, uh, you still get that sort of giddy feeling, you know, when seeing the finished product, even, even for me, the creator. So when you get like the guy sends you that he wants the Hollywood Hogan, how, how long does that take you to, to make from start to finish? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Um, I mean, the, the design process can take anywhere from a few minutes if it's a, you know, like I say, a basic logo to, you know, if I got to kind of scale it, kind of create the sort of cartoon around it, it could take, you know, 30 plus minutes to do that design. Um, and then the hand cutting, I mean, on Hollywood Hulk Hogan with all the intricate hand cut details, that, you know, that exist on his bandana, it's not embroidery. It's actually hand cut leather that that's all on. leather on the on the bandana yeah. yeah oh wow lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah, so, I mean, that, something like that can ultimately take a couple hours, you know, as you're sort of creating your stencils and everything like that. So, yeah, it, it really ranges. But, um, like I say, there's there's some projects that I'm excited about. I, I ultimately cut at a faster pace just because I'm uh, excited about the finished product. So, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it can be it can be a lot of time. It's a, it's a bit of a labor of love, but I I do enjoy it. And like I say, I've I've got a, a really close relationship with a lot of my you know customers and some people I work with on multiple different projects. So um, yeah, it kind of keeps me going. For for all of our listeners out there, go out and check out the Rawhide Golf Instagram and check out the Hollywood Hogan one just to see the details on the letters and the lightning bolts and stuff like that. That definitely is a masterpiece. I, I assume it, that was uh, so embroidered. I. I did not think that, that was all hand cut leather. Yeah, that, when you that zoom makes in it on even cooler. Yeah, when you zoom in on it, it's pretty awesome. So everybody, go check that out because that's that's definitely great. Yeah, now I'm staring at it and I'm I lost track of what what I was going <laughs> to say next. So when you um 
were you, you weren't an artist or anything? Cause it seems like you need to be an artist to do this. I mean, you're saying that you just got scissors and sewing machines. Like I, I, I couldn't do this. Yeah. I mean, I, I was kind of crafty in my nature. I mean, it, it, there's a period of my life that I don't like to talk about, which was when I was a teenager, I used to uh, paint models and assemble models and Lord of the Rings figurines. So, you know, I, I, so, I, yeah, I why, why would you not want to talk about that? That sounds awesome. Well, it, it is. I just, you know, like I can't, I can't talk about it with my wife or, or others. It's a, it, it's, it's a, it's a different path than well, where I'm at today. But uh, I thought you were going to say I, you were I, like a junkie or something. No, <laughs> tagging buildings and <laughs> yeah, it totally served served my time. But uh, no, I, I, you know, I, I, I was building, you know, different stuff like that. I, I you know, I'm a pretty hands on individual. But uh, I was, I always laugh at my parents saying, hey, you know, all this money you spent on me. It didn't, it didn't go, you know, nowhere. I, I'm using those skills today. So, you know, there's, yeah, I mean, I, my original idea behind Rawhide was just, I, you know, I think what's so inspiring to me or what some of these sneaker artists are doing, if I'm, I'm sure you see, I mean, there's a number that do specifically golf shoes, but just sneaker artists in general, um, just, just the art behind it. I mean, ultimately, I'm still trying to get there in terms of um, some of the high-end detail. And I've got some really fun projects that I'm working on now, but, um, just that idea. I mean, I'm blown away. I can just sit there for such a long period of time going through one of these artists page. And that kind of is what brought me to it. So it's taken time to get every aspect of it down and understanding. Like you know, if you sent me some of the designs I'm doing today, a year ago, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it just because, you know, not understanding every, you know what it takes. Right. And, and I, what I say is like, what needs to be hand cut? What could I paint? What's embroidery? And, and getting the different tools that I need to uh, ultimately bring some of these projects to life. No, I, th- I think it's great. And Larry and I both talk about it all the time that culture is slowly getting into golf. Um, the, I guess the culture that we all know and love. So you've got the sneakers coming in now. People are expressing themselves with the head covers. The clothing continues to get better. Um, I can only see your business going up from here as, as people continue to express themselves in different ways on a golf course versus just this is my Callaway, this is my Callaway head cover. Um, it seems almost like that's on every golfer's wish list now. Well, I, I would agree yeah. with you. And before, I mean, I don't know what kind of, if this was a huge market before, if it's just a big market now because you can find all these different cool people on Instagram that, that are just doing individual things. Like before, for as all the horrible things the internet has given us, the, the cool thing is that you can find experts in like every field and get custom things made to where before, we wouldn't even know that he existed, let alone be able to talk to him to send him to get that club head cover. You'd have to live in his area to get it. So, and nobody goes to Canada. It's like a degree up there. I mean, he is in. Yeah. yeah. Where do you think he is? Portland. <laughs> yeah. Portland, Canada, right? <laughs> yeah. There is actually a Vancouver just uh, just north of Portland, just in the on the Washington side there. So that that could have been uh, maybe where the uh, the confusion came from. Or he's but, or he's yeah, just no, got I mean, issues. That, that's nice of you to stick up for him, but it's more right. just uh, just lack of intelligence. <laughs> Shut up, Pat. So, but there's a uh, but I mean even even when you look at uh, I mean what you can get done on your wedge now, right? Whether it's through an artist or actually through the OEM. I mean, there's there's so many different areas to kind of customize your set, right? And I mean. It's yeah. The, the options are ultimately endless. So I I always say the uh, you know the disappointment for me is if I've got a customer that comes to me and you know they come with an idea which is like I want a purple head cover with a white number one on it and like that you're just like really you know you know what I mean like I it's it's easy 
and you know the pricing reflects just the level of customization. But you know there are people that throw certain challenges at me, and I enjoy that a whole heck of a lot more. Now, have you dabbled in any other leather good stuff? I mean, have you started? You, you mentioned valuable pouches. Have you started trying screwing around with bags and stuff like that? Have you gone down that path? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been. Uh, I literally just dropped off. I, I've I've been working on it for a while. Uh, like a shoe bag. Um, I got to decide how custom I'd want to go with that. I mean, it'd be, it's pretty easy to source some you know, really nice leathers, put together just a really basic shoe bag. Um, but you could also bring that in. And the same thing with like shaving kits. I, I do some of that stuff. I don't really advertise it, but um, it's something I'm, I'm going to do through some of the different country clubs that I'm in and, and could look to potentially add that sort of custom feature to it because I think, I think that, that there is a market for that. Well, as someone with a size 14 who they don't make shoe bags for, you definitely have a custom niche market with us ogres out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a, I, I'm, I'm a 13, but I think 13 is the cutoff. I'm still normal, not ogre. <laughs> You're on the cusp. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you said you played golf. What, uh, what got you into playing golf? How'd you start this wonderful game that yeah. uh, brings so many people together? Yeah, my dad's a, uh, a very good golfer. Um, I actually, funny enough, I think the first time I played a full 18, I was 15 years old. But the way I got introduced to the game was I would just, my dad had a membership just south of the border. So hop in the car for 40 minutes and then I would just caddy for him. And, you know, it started with, uh, hey, hit a shot to this green and, you know, me swinging right out of my, uh, my boots, just trying to hit it as far as he could. But, um, that, that was sort of my introduction for a few years. We'd go to the driving range and then by the time I, I got my first job, was able to buy a membership. Uh, I think my first round I broke a hundred, but you know, it was at that point where I quickly progressed to, you know, shooting in the seventies. So it Ooh. was, uh, you're on the yeah, wrong podcast, was, bud. We deal in bogeys no, over here. It's the no, metric system. No, that's no, like no. 105 here. <laughs> no, no, that, that's when, go- no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, it's fun when you're improving in golf. I'm at that point now where it just, it just it seems to get harder and, and, and the results are, are less and less, but, um, yeah, I, literally just caddying. You know, it, it's a great way to learn the uh, the etiquette of golf um, and understand the game. So, yeah, I mean, how long have I been playing now? No, yeah, what's a, a long time? Does your wife play or no? No, no. Uh, we we've tried a little bit, but it's it's definitely not the right time with two young kids for her to try to get into it. Oh yeah, I forgot you said you had young kids. Now, what is your yeah, uh, yeah. what's your season in Vancouver? I know you guys have a kind of a a milder winter than we do so can you get out oh. most months oh yeah yeah you play 12 months a year up here we've had a couple winters lately where there's been enough snowpack which is quite odd up here but we've been shut down for a month or two um but yeah no i mean all 12 months this year we uh, the course that i'm at maybe it's been closed for two or three weeks total sort of spread out there but uh yeah it's i don't know how warm it is now but you know, you may get the odd frost away, but honestly, the uh, the conditions up here are pretty are pretty nice. And are there some ridiculous mountain courses? I have to assume there are. Yeah, no, no, there there are. I mean, Vancouver, you've got kind of like the delta slash lowlands, but the, I mean, I uh, you know, I'm I constantly I'm looking at like Golf Digest, you know, top hundred U.S. courses. But having played some of them and having played some of the courses up here, I mean, there's there's a lot of gems that aren't necessarily as talked about on this side of the border. I, mean, I know I know you guys get to hear about maybe like the Cabot links, but throughout the country, there's just some incredible golf courses. 
I actually did a little uh, buddies trip last year to the Toronto area and we played awesome. It was a TPC Osprey Valley up there and it was so underrated. It didn't make any list. It wasn't, it might not even been top 50 in Canada, but it was three courses. They were all great and it was just a great, great time. And for yeah, us, for yeah, us, no, you get the 30% discount coming up there too, which is amazing. Oh, totally. Yeah, no, no. We're, we're seeing that in our different ski resorts and same thing like, you know, Whistler in the summer months, you know, you, you just have a, a lot of, uh, a lot of Americans just taking advantage of that alone. Right. So, you know, it's like I say, there's, there's tons of great courses. I mean, you know, everybody's chasing after a list of the top whatever, but I, I still have quite a few to play in my backyard first before I start really trying to get out and explore. But I do have a lot of open invites to play some, you know, pretty quality courses just through customers. So at some point here, I gotta, I gotta get out and take advantage of that. Well, if you're ever in the Detroit area, we got two rounds for you waiting. For sure. No, absolutely. Um, so do you have any like, um, cool master stuff coming out or? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm dropping some different items through, uh, through a couple of the different pro shops, trying to work with their logos and create some unique masters ideas. I've got a few things that I'm planning on dropping myself doing sort of a limited release. It's just like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's March 3rd. And yeah, yeah it's, it's really coming up on us. Oh, it's, you know what I mean? I, I just can't believe it. So I, I gotta, I gotta be head down for the next month and a bit here just to get ready. And then, uh, yeah, I might I might try to I might try to get a few head covers to a few different pros uh, on their bags for the actual tournament as well. So that's a, a few ideas there if I'm able to kind of finish them in time. Um, what what pros are you currently working with, and what pros have you worked for? Because as we all know, as golfers, once you dangle a pro's name out there, it just brings that extra little awe effect to it. So I know that you've worked with a few guys. Who who do you have stuff in the bag for now? Uh just. Uh, so like Wyndham Clark, um, I think he's he's a uh, he's a player to watch. I think he's just uh, just a phenomenal player. If, if, you, if you've had any time to watch him, I want to uh, say now he's in my picks for this week, Pat, and I want to make sure that you know that was before. So we're we're doing a uh, we're we're doing a little weekly DraftKings don't follow us challenge. So you just led Larry. You just kind of stole one of his little his one of his sleepers away. So <laughs> I yeah, did pick yeah. him that. Nice. Okay, so we got Wyndham yeah, Clark. I, I know you did something for Fratelli in the past. That one was super cool. Yeah, yeah, I've got I've got another uh, we've got another one on his bag that I think we'll we'll showcase here pretty soon. And then we're, I think we're talking about doing something special for uh, his his uh, defense of the John Deere Classic. Um, oh, you got to come up with something pretty cool for that, I would think. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, yeah, Jason Jason Kokrak. Uh, there's a, there's a, yeah, I mean there's there's quite a few. Um, that's, that's very cool. But yeah, there, there, there's there's a few players. I mean, the, the challenge is obviously, um, with, with the OEMs and you know, just the club manufacturers. I mean, they, any of the guys that are non club free agents, it's, it's tough to work with them in their bag. Right. So I've had it where after one round, I've been kicked off a bag, you know, very quickly. <laughs> a, a large, a large player had that, you know, a rawhide head cover on his bag and literally round two, it wasn't there anymore, but. I mean, again, it's, I, I just have fun with the, the creative process and it is, it is cool to just see it, see it out there. Right. I mean, it's, it's a nice validation point that, you know, if the be, you know, the best players in the world are using your product, I think it says something about your product, but well, look yeah, at the no, lady I, who I, made I fun. the lady who made Frank, her whole life changed in one day. I, oh, I read, yeah. I read an article or uh, I think it was in golf digest or something a, a long time ago, but yeah, she went from like making a few head covers at her local place to, 
Tiger Woods had it on his club and her whole life is, is different. Daphne's. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I would think if, if the pros were given the ability to express themselves, they all would. But like you said, I mean, when Callaway or Titleist are paying for your kids' mortgages, I think you, it's kind of hard to say, Hey, but I really like this one. Yeah, no, no. And I'm, I'm finding some unique ways, whether it's, you know, a single fairway wood or, and it's funny because actually the, the larger players have more pull. You know, if you're actually, you know, if, if, if you're the head honcho, you know, yep. I mean, name, name a top 10 player in the world. They could kind of throw any on there. And I don't think they get near the pushback of somebody in the, in the lower ranges. No, you, you had mentioned early on in the conversation that you've never made a sales call. Is the majority of your marketing done through social media? Is that kind of how your, your business was kind of born and bred through that way? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I, like I said, I only have an Instagram page. Um, wow. So and, not even, yeah, not even all the it, forms, just Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram and a, and a website. I, I don't have a Facebook or Twitter, you know, any of those pages, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's come, come that way. And then, you know, you, you get a member that recommends to their club pro, Hey, you should bring in some of these products. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's all word of mouth, right? So if I, if I just, you know, work hard and create, you know, cool designs, I think, you know, it should, it should ultimately lead to more, you know, more introductions and, you know, more work. So it's been, uh, that's been a lot of fun. So why don't you, um, give the website and the Instagram one more time and then we'll, uh, we'll close up the interview, but thank you uh, for your time. This was, I just love talking to like people who are masters at something and, and you are definitely one of the best club head, uh, cover makers out there. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, no, so it's, it's rawhide golf, R A W H I D E golf.com. And then, uh, on Instagram, it's just rawhide golf. All right. That's the show for this week. Thanks for listening. As always, find us on Instagram, bogey golf podcast. We got a bunch of good giveaways. Uh, subscribe to the podcast and give us that elusive five-star rating. Good day. Have a wonderful day. TTFN. Hot top for now. Bye-bye. I'm sorry, what? What part didn't you understand? The buh or the bye? Bye-bye. Okay, lady. I love you. Bye-bye. That's all, Live long and prosper. Toodaloo. Au revoir. I'll feel the same. Ciao. ding dong day. Bye-bye. This concludes our broadcast day. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.